You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, March the 16th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Israel and Egypt have agreed to expand direct flights between the two countries and will next month open a route between Ben-Gurion Airport and Sharm el-Sheikh. The flights are expected to begin during the Passover holiday. An Israeli security delegation led by the Shin Bet was in Egypt this week to finalize security arrangements for the new flight route. The expansion of direct flights between the countries was discussed in a September meeting between Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and Egyptian President Abdul Fattah Assisi. Two cases of a new COVID variant have been discovered in Israel. Two Israelis who returned from abroad were found to be carrying a combination of Omicron and the BA2 variant of the virus, which has not been sequenced elsewhere in the world. The two individuals described mild symptoms of fever, headache, and muscle aches. Meanwhile, another 6,300 new cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result of nearly 11 percent. The R-value for transmission continues to climb and now stands at 0.9. Health ministry officials expected to pass one. At the same time, the number of people hospitalized in serious condition continues to drop and currently stands at 335. 151 people are on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak two years ago, 10,401 people have died in Israel of COVID-19-related causes. The war in Ukraine. An advisor to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says that the Ukrainian army has launched counterattacks on several fronts, which brought a significant shift in the deployment of forces on the ground. Earlier, emergency services in the Kharkiv region in the northeast of the country said that at least 500 residents of Ukraine's second largest city have been killed since the start of the Russian invasion three weeks ago. In the capital city of Ukraine, at least two people were injured in the shelling overnight of a 12-story apartment building. The government of the region said that Russian forces have stepped up their attacks on the outskirts of Kiev and are trying to cut off supply lines to the city. He said that 12 towns in the region have been cut off from water. The besieged city of Mariupol in the south has been cut off from power and water for nearly two weeks now. Authorities say some 200,000 residents need to be evacuated urgently. Ukraine and Russia are holding a third day of online online ceasefire talks. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said that peace talks with Ukraine are not easy, but there is certain hope for compromise. He said the sides are close to agreement on several drafts, and he added that serious discussions are being held on Ukraine's neutrality. He added that the United States has a critical role in determining the status of Ukraine, but there is no indication Washington is interested in a speedy resolution of the crisis. British Foreign Secretary Liz Truss says she doubts talks between Ukraine and Russia will succeed as long as the Russian attacks in Ukraine continue. Russian President Vladimir Putin must be stopped, she told the BBC. Meanwhile, the Dutch defense minister, Kaisa Ollengren, said that the Netherlands and other NATO countries will continue to supply arms to Ukraine because it has a right to defend itself. She made the remarks before a meeting of NATO country defense ministers in Brussels. 
Israel has transferred to Ukraine six massive generators to ensure regular power supply for hospitals and other civilian infrastructure facilities in the western city of Lviv. An Israeli field hospital is also expected to soon be set up in the area of the city. Since the start of the war in Ukraine, some 6,500 Ukrainian nationals who are not new immigrants or eligible to immigrate under the law of return have entered Israel, according to the Population and Migration Authority. In the past day alone, some 1,200 Ukrainian nationals arrived at Ben-Gurion Airport. Eleven of them were denied entry. A Khan reporter says that refugees from the war in Ukraine who requested an entry visa to Israel were rejected because of translation error on the Israeli foreign ministry site. The question on the form asking, have you ever stayed in Israel illegally, was translated into Ukrainian as, have you ever visited Israel? Those who answered in the affirmative were erroneously considered to have been here illegally and rejected. The ministry said the mistake has been fixed and the requests that were rejected because of the question, those who submitted them were asked to resubmit the form. Border police, undercover forces arrested a wanted Palestinian in Janine in a broad daylight arrest. He resisted arrest and was shot in the leg. The forces have left the Palestinian town. At Joseph's tomb in Nablus last night, Palestinians threw rocks and firebombs at IDF forces escorting a group of Jewish worshippers to the site. A con reporter says tensions were high in Nablus following the incident earlier this week in which a Palestinian was killed by fire from undercover IDF forces in the Balata refugee camp. And in Rahat, some 1,000 people took part in the funeral of the 27-year-old Salam al-Harbad, the Bedouin man shot and killed by undercover police officers during an arrest operation last night. The family claims he had nothing to, to do with the people the security forces were pursuing. The officer who shot and killed the man was questioned under caution yesterday by the police internal investigation unit and placed on leave. The weather outlook, warmer today, mostly in the hills, but still cold for the time of year. Severe chance of frost overnight in low-lying areas. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 8, Tel Aviv and Beersheba 14, Haifa 11, and in Eilat going up to 17 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101. Point three FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>